It's playoff time in Arena League football. Welcome to the Philadelphia Soul official pregame show right here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long, Rob Stott, we've been here all year long and joining you from Allentown, Pennsylvania, the PPL Center as the Philadelphia Soul take on the last-seeded Tampa Bay Storm. Rob, this Tampa Bay Storm team is a team that the Soul have played twice this year, the first fairly convincing victory the second was a very tough game just a few weeks ago it was a 56 to 51 game that the soul won and they needed that game to really keep what they thought would be their conference championship hopes alive a couple losses leading into the last game of the regular season by the orlando predators still would have given them that opportunity but there was a time late in that game against the storm in week 16 where you're thinking goodness i mean the control of their own destiny might be about to go out the window. So this Storm team clearly can play at this high level, even though they come in with a very, very poor record. And so I think at 2-14, and 14, they're playing with house money tonight. Yeah, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there about, about the, uh, the Storm. They're a team that, sure, their record says 2-14, and 14, but uh, you're not to sleep on them, especially in the Arena Football League where, you know, any given Saturday or Friday or Sunday or whatever day it is they're playing on, uh, that week, um, and, and and the Storm are no different. You know, they have two wins, like I said, but you look at one of those wins that came against, the. you look over at the other conference, the Arizona Rattlers team that's sitting on top of that conference, just, okay, we'll talk about it later, but came out of the first round of their playoffs looking great uh, this weekend. So, um, you know, and they showed that they can hang. It was a home game down in Tampa Bay. They showed that they could hang with the Soul, you know, when the Soul needed a game. So it's not like they didn't have anything to play for. Uh, you know, every team makes it into the playoffs this year. Um, and, and the Storm, you know, they're 2-14, and 14, but once the playoffs start, everyone's record's are the same. So they have just as much an opportunity as the Philadelphia Soul here today uh, to move on to and, and maybe potentially secure, you know, a second-round matchup. So um, uh, really setting up to be a, a good game, and, and, you know, let's see what these playoffs bring. We will have audio from Clint Dolzell, the head coach of the Philadelphia Soul, from down at the field doing warm-ups, as well as Phil Bogle, assistant head coach, and general manager, Dolzell, to come up in just a few minutes, so stay tuned to that. One of the discussions we had, Rob, was regarding Dan Radabaugh, and Radabaugh is a guy who has had another incredible year. He's hit triple digits for touchdown throws, 101, 4,300 yards thrown, and almost 350 completions. Unbelievable season again for the reigning AFL MVP, and he's going to be huge for the soul if they want to make this deep run through the playoffs. Last year, that dream came to an end earlier than they wanted to, and they were not able to hoist that championship trophy. So Dan Rodabaugh, how have you seen his season progress, Rob, as a guy that's coming off an MVP caliber season? Yeah, I mean, he, he is living up to that billing as you know the reigning AFL MVP. Uh, there's a, a few guys around the league that uh, maybe have more of a stake to the uh, that claim this year, but you know it, it's clear if you've come to the games you, and you watch the sort of the intro video that they have every time before they run out of that tunnel. It's sort of the the theme to this year has been you know redemption. You know they they know that they had a, a golden opportunity last year. 
um, to, to win, you know, another AFL Arena Bowl um, and, and just fell short, you know, against Jacksonville, you know, on their home turf. And they've sort of taken that, that mentality, the fact that they lost, and they've really sort of used it as a rallying cry for 2016. Um, and, you know, the guy holding the torch, I guess it's apropos of the Olympics being here, uh, and carrying that torch through the year for, for the soul has been Dan Radaball and um, has, you know, really done his thing this year, leading the team, being that, that voice that sort of drives, you know, the, their success throughout the year and, um, you know, just doing what he does. He, he, he is the leader of this team, leader of that offense, and uh, has clearly been important week in and week out, um, you know, getting the soul off to the, like they like to do their fast starts and, and really setting the tempo for each game, each week, you know, each month of the season, and then, you know, it's just carried over throughout the, the season in whole, as a whole. So uh, look for more of the same tonight and, uh, you know, really hoping that they get off to that fast start. And if they do, dare we say, a little prediction time, you know, it's on to the second round of, of the, the playoffs here. And you'll see this in our discussions with both Phil Vogel and Clint Dolzell, the importance of seeing this as a journey, as a gauntlet, as a stretch, and obviously to keep your mind at the same time focused on the 60 minutes ahead right here. A guy that's going to make Dan Rodeball's job a lot easier is Darius Money Reynolds, who was not with the team last year when they fell short in the Arena Bowl. But Reynolds is a guy that has been a favorite target for Dan Rodeball with 112 receptions, almost 1,500 yards caught, and then 38 touchdown passes. Compare that or combine that with some of the other guys you have. Sean Kalanamoku, Chris Duvault has come up the last few weeks and really made a nice impact for this team. They're going to need it because there's two guys on the shelf here today, Rob. Neil Tivis, starting offensive lineman, and Ryan McDaniel, the in-between, the hash marks type wide receiver that goes up and makes some difficult catches in traffic. Yeah, you know, Money, um, as you said, you know, he wasn't here last year. That's a guy that they targeted in the offseason. They wanted to bring him in. They knew that if there was one piece that they were missing, it was just sort of that go-to uh, true number one receiver for the soul. And they found him, uh, and he lived up to his billing this year, uh, you know, leading the team in terms of receptions per game, yards per game, uh, just doing it all for the soul. And, um, you know, with, with a guy, you mentioned McDaniels being out today, it's it's a big target. You know, it's, an, it's another guy in, in sort of what I think is one of the top – maybe a little biased, but one of the top receiving cores in arena football this year. And uh, it's because of all of them coming together. It's not really one guy that necessarily stood out. Sure, money has, he he has, you know, earned his money, if you will, um, and led the team and and sort of led that core. But it's it's really been every guy, whether it's SK, uh, Ryan McDaniels, and, and, you know, Darius, they've all sort of done their thing. And um, with him being down, you know, it's just up to the rest of them to step up and do their thing tonight. And uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. It's they, you, you think about that mindset of redemption and everything they've been driving this year. Sort of, uh, it goes, you know, tonight as well. Next man up. You hear that in football all the time, and, and that's just what they got to get through tonight. And you know, see what happens. Uh, you know, as the game unfolds, we'll send it down to the field. Now we had the opportunity just a few minutes ago to catch up with head coach Clint Dolzell. We're now at field level with Clint Dolzell, the head coach of the Philadelphia Soul. Coach, playoff time now, whole new atmosphere. About time. <laughs> yeah, our guys are kind of getting worn and beating up each other in practice. So it's, uh, you know, it's nice to when it means something for your sworn and go home. Uh, it was definite different type of pep in our step this week during practice. So it was nice to get to the playoffs. 
It's one of the odd things in, in arena football where you have a bye in the last week of the regular season. How do you feel that the two-week break has helped the team? Um, it's helped. We, we, we're still beat up like everybody else is, but, uh, you know, it definitely was nice to have that full bye week in there, uh, you know, a week before Orlando. So I think it held us up a little bit. You know, we're, we're still a little dinged up in certain areas, but uh, we'll be fine. And you mentioned a little bit off air uh, some of those dings, some of those injuries, some of the guys you'll be without, Ryan McDaniel, Neil Tivis. What yep. type of challenges does that provide as you take on a Tampa Bay Storm team that's going to want to get you back for the, the win you had earlier in the year? Well, I think that's uh, just going to show you the depth of our team. Uh, the players that stepped up and played for Ryan last week, uh, you know, at receiver did a great job, and, and uh, Crystal Vault and. So he, he did a great job down there. And then this week you'll see how good uh, our other offensive lineman is going to come in and place for Neil. You know, in my opinion, Neil Tibbs is the best offensive lineman in the league. And uh, to miss him is going to be a lot. But, uh, you know, we, we've, we've got some good depth around here. So uh, I don't think we'll miss too much there either. Ron Jaworski, some of the other owners have declared Allentown here, the home away from home, uh, all in town for the playoffs. You've played here once. Yeah. Uh, what does this atmosphere provide? Uh, anything different? Obviously, the field is the same size, but in terms of uh, the the depth perception, the lighting, anything different about this particular facility? Oh uh, no. Um, you know, I thought uh, our crowd uh, was a lot louder in here, just for the simple fact it's a lot smaller arena than uh, we're used to playing in. I guess the only difference is the scoreboard. Um, you'll probably see one or two balls go off that, uh, like like the last time we played here. So um, I hope not. Uh, you don't want you know the game to change because of something like that. But um, you know, hopefully we can get you know six to eight thousand in here tonight, and make this thing loud, make it a true home field advantage. We're talking to Clint Dolzell, the head coach of the Philadelphia Soul, right here on the pregame show in the hours leading up to kickoff. You see Dan Radaball right right across from us here throwing balls. Uh, how has he looked in the last couple of weeks as he gets ready for another playoff run? Played really well last week, um, you know, and, and he's going to have to. You, you're, this game goes as your quarterback goes. If he plays well, and obviously we're in the playoffs, so, um, you know, one loss and you go home. and it'll 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 depend on him how far we go uh, and that that, that sounds uh, like you're putting a lot of pressure on the guy but we know that that's just the nature of this game it's it's an offensive game and uh, you've got to you know score when opportunities are there and take advantage of it and uh, take care of the football that's the biggest thing i think we'll protect him well tonight so as long as he's making good decisions put in the athlete's hands he'll do well the beginning of what's hopefully a long playoff run, no time to look back. But uh, if you can, just for a quick second, reflect on what that conference championship means this year. It didn't look, or you know, it looked like you and Orlando would be battling to the end, and, and no surprise, that's exactly the way it went down. But to win the conference this year. Yeah, it was a great game there last week in Orlando. Um, you know, you want to play at home. Uh, it, it means so much, and there's no other sport where I don't think uh, home field advantage means as much as ours does because, you know, they don't, in other sports, they don't have to listen to the quarterback call plays out there. It gets loud, and you start having a hard time getting snap counts, and you start jumping off sides because you're the other team because, you know, it's so loud in there. That's a big deal. So uh, it was a huge uh, advantage for us to be at home for these next two weeks, hopefully, and maybe somebody uh, can slip up and beat Arizona over there and have three here. And uh, last question for you, Coach. Appreciate the time. What have you guys seen, not giving away the whole game plan, but what's Tampa Bay looking to bring this evening? Um, you know, they're a good defensive team. That's that's their strategy is uh, try to win with their defense. Um, their offense is uh, hit or miss a little bit, so our biggest thing is to put some pressure on Boltus. We've got to get after him and make him nervous back there. And uh, obviously on the other side of it, we've got to protect Dan. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. 
That is Clint Dolzell, head coach of the Philadelphia Soul, on with us a few minutes before kickoff here. Rob, your thoughts on what Clint had to say and where his mindset, where his team's mindset is at? You know, he mentioned there at the end, um, sort of he didn't want to give away the strategy of what the Soul are looking for this this first-round matchup against Tampa Bay, but uh, he's got an excellent point. You know, Tampa Bay, maybe it's due to the fact that their offense wasn't out there that much, uh, but that being said, their defense is, is one of the tops in, in arena football, which is something you're going to have to watch as this game goes on. You know, Tampa, uh, Dan Radabaugh is going to want to get off to a hot start, but he's going up against what is, you know, the, the toughest pass defense in arena football with Tampa Bay only giving up just shy of 230 yards per game, uh, which is the best in the league by a good 10 yards. Um, you know, not giving up too, too many touchdowns in terms of you think of how pass happy the arena football league is. Uh, but, you know, just a, a tough squad back there and, and something that, uh, you know, you got to watch if you're Dan Radaball. You really want to take care of the ball. Um, and and I, I look for him to do that. I, I think they come out. I'm sure they got a great week of practice in. Um, you know, they're coming off the high of the win against Orlando, capturing the, the American Conference title here. Uh, so I, I just I look for him to, to sort of, you know, chip away at that defense. Um, you you want to really, you know, get those short passes going, get into a rhythm, and I, I think that they'll be able to do that. Uh, but I think that's got to be one of the big keys to this game. And, and Clint Dolzell definitely touched on it there. He knows obviously what he's doing there leading the Philadelphia Soul. This is the Philadelphia Soul pregame show. The lights dim. The hype video is on. And the stadium begins to fill. White towels don the seats at this single ball. And there's a second quasi ball on the near side, just on the one side of the stadium. It's a wonderful atmosphere. The PPL Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Let's talk a little bit about this Tampa Bay Storm team. Jason Boltis will be the quarterback. He's not the quarterback you saw in the first meeting this season, but he was the guy that was under center a couple weeks back in Week 16. Boldus, 228 for 413 this season, 2,652 yards and 42 touchdowns, has kind of settled things down. This is not an offensive juggernaut, but they're playing far better than they were earlier in the season when it was more of a revolving door at the quarterback position. And speaking of stability, T.T. Tolliver, we had him as our player profile the first time that Tampa Bay played the Soul at uh, the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. And Tolliver, a guy that's been in the league for double-digit years, is one of the best receivers in the history of this league. And he's going to want to put this Storm team, he's going to have to put them on his back. Yeah, I, I look to see, you know, Jason, we, we talk about how important Dan is to the Soul, uh, you know, the stability at that position. Boltus has a, had a little bit, you know, a different path to, to leading the storm here. Uh, but he's there now, has an opportunity, you know, in the playoffs for, for Tampa Bay. And he's, I mean, if you're going to be in the playoffs as a starting quarterback, you kind of want sort of that that leg to, or peg to lean on. Um, and he's got that in Tolliver, one of just the renowned wide receivers in this game. Um, so, I, you know, it, it's going to be a tough tough go of it for, for them, that duo, going up against one of the, we talk about how good the storm or the soul are on defense. You know, they, the the soul are just as as stout, if you will, with all you know, Belton and all them back there. And uh, so it's it's going to be tough. I, I'd like to see them key on Tolliver because out, outside of him, there's not much going on on offense. So you kind of know what the storm are coming at you with. Um, but you know, it, it'll make for an interesting matchup. One that we, like I said, you can't sleep on it. Um, 
I know what the record says. They're 2-14, and 14, but this is the playoffs, and anything can happen. And I think this Storm team as well is going to really count on their defensive backcourt. Cameron McGlenn, Quay Cox, and Cortez Stubbs. Stubbs is a guy that will play likely against Darius Reynolds. He's that outside cornerback that's going to try to get physical with the other team's best receiver. He's made 80 tackles, which is a lot for a cornerback and would indicate to you that uh, perhaps you know a few too many catches were made against him. But nevertheless, three interceptions and three fumble recoveries to boot, and Stubbs is really the guy that the Storm rely on on the defensive end. And on their D-line, Everett Dawkins, David Washington, and James McClinton will go 1-2-3 across the front with Jimmy Gordon as the Mac linebacker, Nick Addison as the Jack linebacker. On the sole side defensively, Teddy Jennings will be on the one end side, Justin Lawrence, the nose guard, Jake Metz, the defensive end, Bo Bell, the Mac linebacker, Joe Gooseby, Jack linebacker. Then maybe maybe the core of this sole defense, although I think Teddy Jennings, Jake Metz, might disagree with you on that side. <laughs> the outside rushers there, they do a wonderful job. But the defensive backs of Tracy Belton, Dwayne Hollis, and James Romaine, you know, they, at least Hollis and Belton seem to trade off defensive player of the week seemingly every other week. So those two guys, really, really talented defensive backs. And uh, I think it will be Tracy Belton against T.T. Tolliver, the speedster. Yeah, and you can't, can't forget Larico Stevens back there, Eve Stevenson back there either. I mean, it's just, if you, if you were to make an all-star sort of secondary for arena football, I, I would have a hard time picking anyone but those three. You know, they've done such a, a, t- a great job back there for the Soul this year, shutting down, you know, some of the top receivers in, in the league and, and really keeping the Soul in this and, Really, I mean, yeah, you could talk about how great the offense is and Dan Radaball leading the team, but without a defense on the other side of the ball that, that's been able to keep them in games and, you know, when the offense struggles to get going, really, you know, give give them sort of the oomph and keep them in, in a situation where they can, you know, when they do find the rhythm, get get on a roll and, and pull off a win. So I, I just think they're, they're obviously as much important and, and a factor in that 13-3 and record as, as uh, you know, any other facet of this team so just really looking for them to step up tonight and you know put on a show here in Allentown they are introducing the Philadelphia Soul players dressed in their home gray uniforms with the light blue helmets and the white trim Money Reynolds coming out of the large inflatable helmet back by the right end zone and we'll take this opportunity as Rodaball is introduced a big swipe of his fist towards the ground we'll take our break and come back on the other side with an interview with Phil Bogle, the assistant coach and general manager, as well as a talk and a tour around the league as we get into the first round of the Philadelphia Souls playoff run and the first round of the playoffs in Arena League as a whole. We'll be right back. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's elmarksigns.com. 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. We're back at the PPL Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania, the site of the first round of the Philadelphia Soul playoff run in Arena League football. Bob Long, Rob Stott alongside... It's been a fun year so far, Rob. A good ride for this team. And once again, they look very poised to make a deep run into the playoffs. And we had the opportunity to speak with Phil Bogle, the assistant coach, as well as the general manager. (laughs) That's one of those odd roles, Rob, where you can have both of them in this league. And Bogle, also a former and longtime player, has always been very courteous with us with his time and uh, provides great insight as well. So, We'll go to Phil Bogle right now. We caught up with him down on the field, and here's what the GM had to say. We're here on the pregame show with assistant coach and GM of the Philadelphia Soul, Phil Bogle. Phil, here we are again back in Allentown, ready for the playoffs. Ready, uh, excited. Uh, you know, We took a, a good step forward and put ourselves in this position last week in a big win. Uh, hope to continue that. I mentioned it to Clint Dolzell um, just before interviewing you here. To have that bye week and that penultimate week of the season, it's, it's a little bit odd, but to have that time to prepare for Orlando and then to have this opportunity to make the run through, does that extra time leading into this stretch help you? It, it does. It does actually for us because, you know, we didn't have our bye week you know, until I think it was a, a week uh, 11 or so of the season. So uh, having that extra week uh, off, 
to kind of lick our wounds, make sure everybody's healthy. Um, and then the extra week of preparation, it, it helped us, obviously, to get us over the top. You guys have had one of the best offensive lines in the league, if not the best, all year. Neil Tivis on the shelf today. Who will be the guy to come in and step up to take his place? Uh, we have Keith Newell that will step in. Uh, Keith has been you know, with us for two years now, uh, so he's very familiar with the system. Uh, practices very hard, works on his craft. Uh, we won't miss a beat. Uh, he's a very, very aggressive player, um, and he'll bring definitely the intensity uh, that we're looking for up front. What's the value of a conference championship, Phil? I mean, you guys obviously have so much ahead of you right now, but to win that conference championship, what's that mean for the guys, and does it give you any momentum earning it in the way they did against Orlando? Yeah, it definitely gives us momentum. Um, it, it, it means, you know, it's just a, another one of our goals that we accomplished. You know, it's, it's certain things that we look forward to. Um, you know, there was four steps, um, and, and that was the first step out of, out of all our steps that we need to take is, is to win the number one seed and lock up the conference. Then we go into the playoffs. You know, we'd win, you know, first round, second round, and then obviously Arena Bowl being that fourth step. So, um, you know, that's a goal that we set out from the beginning of the season, and, and it's, it's very, very attainable right now. We're talking to Phil Bogle, assistant coach and GM of the Philadelphia Soul on the pregame show. And Phil, you've been with this club for a long, long time. You've been in this position before starting the playoff run. Where does this team sit in relation to chemistry, quality, how they're playing together with relation to some of the past teams at this point? Uh, we, we, we started you know, building a certain culture last year with building a really, really strong locker room. Um, and that has kind of bled over into this, this, this team this year where guys are, are very supportive of each other. They hang out with each other. Um, they help each other. You know, if a guy does something wrong in practice, they're, they're really on them to, to kind of help them and do better. So we really, really have a strong locker room, which makes this, this team a little different from the ones in the past, which I think is going to help us um, with the cognuity and obviously help us push us through in the playoffs. And how about the buy-in from the community? It's been a little bit of an odd year with the Democratic National Convention taking place at the Wells Fargo Center. That's been two games played you know, home away from home, one in Trenton, New Jersey, one here in Allentown, and now you're back at the PPL Center. Uh, how has the community responded, even amongst the different venues? Uh, I think we've we've still drawn a good following. You know um, that really really shows. You know the, the just the, the support that our fans give us. No matter where we are, that they're going to come out. Um, they're going to back us. They're going to be there and be there screaming and, and supporting us. No matter where we are, um, that's just Soul Nation for you. And, and we're looking forward for another big showing from them tonight. Final question for you, Coach, and appreciate the time. From both a player's perspective, a GM's perspective, a coach's perspective, what is this gauntlet like where you start the playoffs and, and you know that you don't want to stop until you get to Arena Bowl, but I'm sure it will be a grind for these guys. What is that like? Um, I mean, this is what we prepare for all year. You know, Like I said, we put ourselves in a position um, to, to be able to be here, um, to have the number one seed, um, and to be in our own building in front of our own fans. We, we've, we've planted the seed. We've, we've made a, a great road for ourselves. Now we just have to go out and perform. You know, our guys are, are, are prepared. They're excited. Um, and, and they're definitely going to put their best foot forward tonight. Good luck, Coach. Appreciate the time. Thank you very much. And that was Phil Bogle. Phil Bogle, the assistant coach and general manager of this team. Great comments from him, as always. We thank him for the time. And, you know, you hear, Rob, from the GM and the coach, and the message really is the same. It's focus on what's ahead of you and understand the run that you're going to need to make, but, but take every 
play as, as something that's very, very important. And yeah. I think he seems very excited, as, as many of these players and coaches are. Yeah, and it, I mean, that's sort of been in talking to them, those guys all year, whether it's the coaches, the players, the GMs, uh, Ron Jaworski himself, you know, it, it's take it one snap at a time, one, one series at a time, you know, not even getting ahead in a game, taking it one quarter at a time. Uh, and then once that game's done, said and done and all wrapped up, you can wash your hands of it, and then it's on to the next one. So, uh, and, and here they are, you know, find themselves in an excellent position to make a, a run through these arena fo- 2016 Arena League uh, playoffs. So, and, and that's, that's sort of what they, what they got in front of them. We'll send it over to the BLS Sports Desk right now. Rob Stott <laughs> has for you our tour of the AFL on this first weekend of the playoffs. All right, Bob, thank you. Well, as you know, uh, the, the Philadelphia Soul matchup tonight is not the first night of these first rounds of the 2016 AFL playoffs. We have on Saturday, we had two great games. Um, well, not necessarily two great games. One okay game that saw uh, the Arizona Rattlers just completely dominate the Portland Steel uh, in, in their first round matchup. You know, Arizona took that one uh, 82, 84 to 40 uh, out, out there in, in Phoenix. So, um, as expected, you know, they, they got on a roll starting their 2016 playoff campaign. Uh, on the other side, though, the Sharks, man, the, the Jacksonville Sharks had the Orlando uh, Predators, you know, in, in their first round matchup. Two teams, Jacksonville was only eight and nine going in, in I'm sorry, eight and eight going into the playoffs. And, um, you know, they, they took a, an overtime game, uh, they took the, Predator, took the Predators to overtime, and in overtime used a two-point conversion, Bob, to, to go ahead and seal the win, um, o- upsetting, you know, the host Orlando in that one. So setting it's up a gutsy what, call. It, oh man, it, it's one of those. You know, you think back to Boise State doing the, the yep. <laughs> Statue of Liberty there at the end ball game. Uh, basically the same situation for Jacksonville. Um, you know, a, a crazy finish to that game. It was only fifty-five to fifty-three with at the one-minute mark in the fourth quarter, and they ended up going into overtime in in the second. Uh, just a ridiculous AFL AFL esque game. Uh, so just one that, uh, you know, they were led by Tommy Grady um, and, and found themselves in a position to, you know, they had an okay season. Why not try to put a, a stamp on these playoffs? And they did so early on, uh, which, you know, looking ahead to next week, barring what happens here, that sets up for Philadelphia a potential rematch in the conference championship game that a year ago saw them lose to Jacksonville at home um, and, and what was supposed to be one of a, a, a great year for Philadelphia had arena bowl hopes uh, and just found themselves getting knocked off at home against Jacksonville. So not to not follow Phil Bogle and, and Clint Dolzell's motto of, you know, not looking ahead, taking this one game at a time. You got to got to kind of get a little excited for the soul here. You know, they have a, a great game against, you know, Tampa Bay here tonight, but potent, the potential to, to sort of really, you know, solidify that redemption tour that they're on right now and, and getting that win against Jacksonville next week would just be a fantastic cap to this season with then moving on to potential arena bowl, Bob. Looking ahead, but 60 minutes in front of the soul right now. We're ready for kickoff, and we'll send it to our colleagues at 97.5, the Fanatic. Joe DeCamera on the call. That's 97.5 on your radio dial or 97.5, the Fanatic, on the TuneIn app. For Rob Stott, I'm Bob Long saying so long from PPL Center in Allentown. Football is back in Allentown. Playoffs are next.